This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Over the next couple of podcasts, I'm going to share an interview I did with a buddy of mine. His name is Gian Kodadad. He is a member of the Baha'i Faith. And I wanted to sit and talk with him because we have lunch quite frequently and we have these deep esoteric conversations about the meaning of life. And I wanted to bring some of that to you guys. But also, it's appropriate. Like today, as I sit in the wake of a couple of mass murders, um, mass shootings in, in America, I'm realizing more and more that not only is America in crisis, the world is in crisis, primarily because people are living out other people's lives or they're living out a lie or they're living on a shaky foundation. And truth is at the core of everything. And what we explore over these next two podcasts will be the meaning of life and the, the source of truth as it relates to God. But even if you don't believe in God, this conversation can be foundational for building something very positive for the future of humanity. And I'm really proud to have this conversation. I'm really happy that Gian Kodadad is, is my friend. Recently, we're at lunch, and he had shared something with me that um, the Baha'u'llah had um, said in his writings, and um, he was able to just quote it off the top of his head. I said, you have to send this to me. Uh, Abdul Baha, who was the leader of the Baha'i faith, um, spent time with W.B. Du Bois, actually had a tremendous impact on him, as a matter of fact. But he said this. He said, the most important teaching of Baha'u'llah is to leave behind racial, religious, national, and patriotic prejudices Until these prejudices are entirely removed, mankind will not find rest. Nay, rather, discord and bloodshed will increase day by day, and the foundation of the prosperity of the world of man will be destroyed. This is Abdul Abdul Baha. He wrote this in the early 1900s. It's still, unfortunately, appropriate today or still relevant today, and I want to share this with you along with my interview with Gian Kodadad. Stay tuned. Yeah. Let me welcome Gian Kodadad. Good welcome. job. Yeah, yes. Thank you. Kodadad. K-H-O-D-A-D-A-D. That's right. What does it mean? It means God-given. My parents are from Iran. My mom is Persian. My dad is Kurdish from the western side of Iran. And uh, my name Gian means courage. My middle name is Kadem, which means servant. And my last name means, uh, it means God-given, coded at. Wow, so you're just perfect here. Uh, Far from it. Iran, (laughs) you know, it's it's funny. Persian, you know, is the the, uh, non-threatening way to say I'm from Iran, right? That's right, (laughs) that's right. We're Persian, because Persian's sexy. Iran is scary. You know, it's like how we've set things up for people to, you know, categorize folk or to, to, you know, dehumanize or yeah. you know it's like persian we love persians but we can't stand the iranians <laughs> we love the affordable care act can't stand obamacare exactly you know, it's so weird exactly all right so what is baha'i b-a-h-a and there's like a, a little accent over the a and then there's an apostrophe and an i right b-a-h-a-i what is this yeah 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 so the baha'i faith is one of the youngest of the world's religions um the founder of the baha'i faith um his name is baha'u'llah and Baha'u'llah's name means the glory of God or the glory of the Father. And it's interesting, Karen, um, it's interesting that many of the world's religions find their origination in the East. And Baha'u'llah was born in 1817 in what was then Persia, but what is now Iran. 
And, you know, he was known growing up for his innate knowledge, his compassion and care for the poor. And Baha'u'llah grew up in a very noble family. His father was a minister in the court of the Shah. And it was expected that when his father passed away, Baha'u'llah would take his position as minister. And he refused it. He recognized the value that he was doing with the poor. And he decided to concentrate his efforts there. So it's a religion really based on servitude or service to poor people? You know, that, that, is, that is part of the life of Baha'u'llah, right? And we, we find this in a lot of the founders of other faiths. But, you know, it's Even in Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, in the mid-1800s, you know, throughout the world and, uh, you know, among many of the world's religions, there was this great expectation of the great coming, right? For Christianity, we know it was the second coming of Christ, right? But also in Islam and other faiths, they were waiting for that promised one who would usher in a period of world peace. And that was Baha'u'llah's claim. Baha'u'llah claimed that he was the fulfillment of that expectation for all of the world's religions. And it's interesting because if we look at the mid-1800s, right, we have in the U.S. we're most familiar with William Miller. Um, and William Miller, you know, thought that 1844 was going to be the year in which it happened. And that's when actually the Baha'i Revelation is initiated in 1844, but in another part of the world. You know, it's weird for some of us listening, um, and you're listening to the Karen Hunter Show. It's, it's President's Day, but anytime I have a chance to talk about, for me, freedom, because, you know, what's really cool is just because I don't know what your religion is, and while I wouldn't necessarily follow it, I would love to read and study it, um, I respect that you have the right to do that. And yeah. I like who you are as a human being, but it's weird that we fight over God. Yeah over a God, right? There's so many wars right now in this country, in this world, over who you believe in or what you believe. And because you believe what you believe, I can't stand you. Hey, this is Karen Hunt, and I remember the first time I tried HelloFresh. It was a chili satan. I was doing something vegetarian. I had never heard of satan before, but it was delicious, and it looked just like chili, but it was vegetables, right? And now I'm doing even more vegetables because I love to eat healthy, and I also love to cook, and HelloFresh makes both of those things really easy. So you can sign up right now at HelloFresh.com slash KH80. That's my code, KH80, and you get $80 off your first four boxes or $20 off each of your first four boxes at HelloFresh.com, KH80. And what are they cooking now? Oh, they have heirloom tomato flatbreads with pesto, fresh mozzarella, and balsamic greens. And what's really cool, step-by-step -step instructions, pre-measured ingredients, fresh ingredients, comes right to your door. You don't have to worry about the supermarket and standing in line right in your door. So you spend less time planning and grocery shopping, more time doing the things you love. And all of these meals come together in about 30 minutes or less. They even have family plans. There's something for everyone. Classic meals, veggie meals, family dinners, all of that at HelloFresh.com slash KH80. Sign up today. It's delicious. I love it. You'll love it, too. Let me know what you think. Is it's, where a lot of people are, right? Yeah, it's, it's the strangest thing when, in fact, all of these faiths come from the same source. And they're all meant to guide and advance both us spiritually as individuals, 
but the collective humankind. You know, there's an analogy, and some people don't like this analogy at all because it's hard to follow, but it's something that kind of resonates with me. So let's let's try it. Let's go down, to, yeah. down that path. If you were to ask, let's say you have a garden, right? And in the garden, you've got like tulips, you've got roses, you've got sunflowers, and some have like long stalks, and some have like these beautiful yellow petals. And you were to ask these flowers. Now let's assume that the flowers can think and they can communicate. And you were to ask them, what does the gardener look like? Right? What would they say? They would describe the gardener in their own image. Oh, the gardener's got the thickest stalk or the brightest petal, petals, or it's got thorns. And they fight amongst themselves, maybe, about what the gardener is. But in fact, the gardener is none of those things. The gardener comes there to nourish the flowers, to water them, them, to care for them, to see for their growth and development. And I think sometimes that's how we are, why we argue about God, because we try to see God and understand God in our own construct. Which is so limited. That's exactly like, right. If, we, if, if God is me... <laughs> What what kind of God is that, you know, that you want to follow somebody like you? Uh, Gian Kodadad is in the house. Um, I can't believe I'm on the Karen Hunter show. Come on, man. We have all these conversations at lunch. But I wanted to bring it to to the people because, you know, for me, most of us believe what we believe because our parents, you know, we were raised that way. I'm Catholic because I was raised Catholic. I'm Baptist because I was raised Baptist. But how many of us have actually gone on a journey to unearth or discover why do I believe what I believe? Is this something that I can, you know, that I'm, that's true to yeah. me that I actually feel? Were you raised in the Baha'i faith? Yeah, I was raised in the Baha'i faith, but a central teaching in the Baha'i writings is the independent investigation of truth. And so I am my own soul. I don't inherit my spirituality. I don't inherit my religion from my parents or my ancestors. I have to take charge for my own spiritual course. And so it's very much encouraged that each individual study the different faiths and philosophies and claim for themselves their spiritual path Mm. and to walk then along that path. So, you know, I studied growing up because I grew up in a Christian and Jewish town um, in the north side of Chicago. And I was always fascinated by religions. I remember I was in eighth grade. And you know, you study mythology and you study Zeus and Aphrodite right, and all right. these people. And you're like, how could they believe this? Right. And there's it like the sun crazy. goes through with a right. chariot. Right. Chariot. And then you're like, they tried to explain the phenomenon of the earth through their beliefs and gods. And I was like, I don't want that. I want to believe in something not just because I can't explain a phenomenon or a scientific principle. I want to believe it because it hits me to the core. So I studied. I studied different faiths and my parents were really cool with it. I went to Bible class. You know, I think that's what resonated most, maybe because a lot of my friends were Catholic. So it's like, cool, I'll I'll hang out with them and I will engage in the word of God in, in that way. And my parents were cool with that. And I think they were kind of proud that I took ownership and hopefully they would respect then whatever decision I would have made, which so what what is um what what are the practices associated with Baha'i? So is there a God? Is yeah. there a God? Is God God? God is God. God is God. God so is it's the one same God. God that I I believe exactly. in God. That's your God too. It's the same God. Okay. It's, now now what what about Jesus? Yeah. Did, did he? Do you know whether he exists? Of course. Which, okay. So, so the Baha'is have a strong love and belief in Jesus. 
you know, and we believe, you know, Baha'u'llah brings up this principle called progressive revelation. And let's try to unpack that a bit, right? He says that all of the world's religions come from the same source and that they come to a specific people at a specific period of time to guide humanity based on the capacity Mm. of that time. And think about like, we've talked about like the school analogy, right? And some people I think very much misuse it. But if you think of a first grader, a first grader, in order to help that first grader advance, you can't give a geometry, trigonometry, calculus. No, no, no. You have to start with the basics, addition and subtraction. And the stories you give, they can't be abstract. They have to be very concrete, right? They has to have a moral that the child can understand. There's no shades of gray. But as that child advances through school, its ability to handle advanced mathematics at the point that they're in high school grows. Because they foundationally exactly were, were started. I think a lot of us are missing a foundation. That's right. We're, we're thrown and thrust in the middle of something without having a foundation. And that goes beyond religion. Yeah. Like I think a lot of us are walking around on shaky foundations. And so the fear of your earth crumbling under you because yeah. you weren't properly, you know, concreted yeah. <laughs> makes people hold on to things that may or may not be true because of fear, not because of like what you did. Yeah, yeah. True study and discourse and examination. 